Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. Episode six is about graphic design. Well, kind of. It's an interview with my friend, former client, and graphic designer, Jackie Gill. In fact, she did the logo that I'm using now. I made the one I've used in the past, and there's no shame in that game. When you're in the early days of your business, hiring a graphic designer just may not be in the cards. So we make do. I asked Jackie to give micro small business owners some tips for when they're having to handle their own branding, and she gives some really good advice in this episode. I also asked her to speak to owners who are ready to pay for graphic design services and branding. What should we be looking for in someone that we hire, and what products should we expect to receive with those services? Now, this is almost a side note. But Jackie does a great job keeping business in perspective, and I give her big kudos for that. Listen to how she handles vacations. (laughs) Now, I know vacations, but it's one of my first memories of Jackie, and it still affects me today. One final thing before I hit play on this interview. In the time between our chat and this episode being published, Jackie made a name change to her business. Instead of Huntsville Design House, she is now Made by Jackie Gill. We knew her business was going through some changes when we recorded, but our time to chat and record was then. I mean, you know, the busy mom and entrepreneur thing, okay? Made by Jackie Gill was a branding decision, so the name would better reflect all of her design work, the branding and logo work that she's doing, plus the surface pattern designs that she's doing as well. I'll definitely tag Made by Jackie Gill in the show notes. Okay, listen up. Hey, Jackie, I am so excited that you agreed to talk with me, and I cannot wait to delve into this conversation. So I would like to start by you introducing yourself and your businesses to the audience. Hey, Rachel. I am excited to be here. Thanks so much for asking me. I am Jackie Gill. I'm the owner of Salt and Papery, first and foremost. That's what probably most people know me by, but also the owner of Huntsville Design House, which is a um, freelance design company that focuses more on the needs of small businesses and large businesses, their graphic design needs. I graduated from the University of Alabama in 2009. I can't even believe I'm saying that. That was so long ago. (laughs) And started designing straight out of college. I had a lot of different design jobs, anywhere from designing coupons to magazines to uh, graphics for the news. But there was always a part of me that knew that the, the office life was not for me. I loved working and um, I loved feeling accomplished and and I knew that there was a, a bigger picture for me down the road. I worked at a church for the last year and a half before I started my business and really dove into learning about print and about 
the whole process of mailing out things and and I really I really advanced my knowledge at the church while I was there. During that time, I started just dabbling in some little designs for friends here and there. And after just um, a year or so, I felt like I was ready and I had a big enough base that I could kind of jump off on my own. That was in 2014. So we just celebrated six years in business um, this this past January. So I was super excited to make it over that. I guess you call it like a five-year hump. There's a lot of businesses that don't make it through five years. And and so to be on the other side of that does feel really great. But Salt and Papery was my baby that I started out with in 2014. It is specifically a custom and very specific, almost to bridles, not really, but we do a lot of, of wedding designs, paper company. So focusing really on invitations, paper goods, napkins, all kinds of stuff that you might need for a big event in your life. In um, 2017, we applied for a national trademark that was what everyone said to do to protect yourself when it comes to businesses. And we went through a company with a lawyer and and several of my friends in the business had used the same company and had great results. And it was n- nothing wrong with the company, but there was a, a big dog design company in New York that kind of came down on us and said that we were no longer allowed to do branding work and logo design or advertise it on our website for salt and paper mm-hmm. anymore. It was crushing, to be honest, very um, in the same year, the same summer that my little girl was born. It just really, it hit me hard. Like I felt like a real setback. So we had to take down all of that and really just kind of put a halt on anything that was branding or business design oriented because we couldn't really talk about it. We didn't have anywhere to promote it. During the next year and a half, I finally found my Footing after having a child and trying to run a home-based business and decided that I was ready to pick a new name and kind of start from the ground up when it came to Huntsville Design House, which is my new company that focuses really only on graphic design for businesses. It has, it's been a whirlwind and just kind of like a learning curve of starting over. When, when I started Salt and Papery, Instagram was very still organic and you felt like that was the main place to reach people. And now my clientele is not as much on Instagram anyways. And so just finding my niche in the, in the whole business design world is um, something that we're still working on really on the daily. <laughs> so Um, besides that, I have lived in Huntsville pretty much my whole life. I really grew up in a little town called Grant, Alabama, up on the mountain. If you, if you know somebody that's from there, you know what a tiny town it is. So, (laughs) but I've been in Huntsville since 1998, Uh, graduated from a small high school, Westminster here in town. And I really don't have any plans to move from here. I really love it here. I feel like this town is just like a diamond in the rough and people are starting to figure out how great it is. And for somebody who's lived here their whole life, it's honestly a little scary because (laughs) sometimes growth is not always the best thing for a city, but um, I, I do really love it here. 
Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I love Huntsville, Alabama as well. And I knew that that was one of the reasons why you were so determined to have your own business um, as far as custom paper with Salt Papery. And then, of course, with your business branding and logo work underneath Huntsville Design House is because guess what? You can work and help clients anywhere and you can stay right here in Huntsville, Alabama, where you want to be. <laughs> so I think that's great. Jackie, I want you to talk for just a second about why business owners and we're going to we're going to stick for a few minutes on Huntsville Design House because this podcast is about marketing for small businesses. And so I want her to talk a second about why small business owners should hire a graphic designer. So graphic design really sets the tone for your entire business. It sounds kind of lofty, but I feel really strongly about the fact that your logo and your website and the promo materials you put out are what people will remember you by. If if you have branding that doesn't match your style or the type of business that you're trying to promote, then your customer is already confused by the time they get to you. And I mean, you, you know, because you have a business that ha has kind of a a different style and you kind of have to explain like what you do and I feel the same way in that like I have to kind of tell people like they want to know what are you what are you doing all the time and so making sure that I have really clean designs that tell my story before I even get started is just really important to me people are just doused in advertisements and pretty things all day long so trying to stand out is really important and good design is the best way to do that. Well said, you made a great point about the fact that we are inundated with design everywhere. And so having a professional, someone that that's exactly what they've been trained to do is what they've been doing for, for years, uh, really can set you apart. But I want to talk for just a second too, because you and I both know we've been there in starting our businesses about the micro small business owner. So that's the owner that maybe only has an idea or maybe they are selling product and have sold their services some and they maybe have $50 in the bank. As a professional graphic designer, and I would of course encourage them in the future to definitely spend money on a professional graphic designer. But what could you what could you tell that micro small business owner right now? How can they start in the right direction? What can they do with their graphic design? So there are a ton of resources out there to investigate fonts that are free. My favorite one that I use all the time and, and even in designing for people, I still try to stick to the free font world because I don't want any client to have to incur more costs to download fonts that is going to keep their branding cohesive. So I always start with free fonts that helps to keep people on budget. So my favorite one is called DaFont, D-A-Font.com. And it has just so many options. While it can have a little bit too many options. So in the design world for me, less is more. If you don't have the money to spend on a branding process at the beginning, then you should just stay away from trends and you should just know that basic is always better. 
there just because you're a photographer doesn't mean that you need to stick a camera in your logo somewhere just because you bake doesn't mean you necessarily need a cupcake on there like you know let the let the text speak for you and keep it simple rather than adding too much um again it goes back to people just being inundated with too much and so when you add too much to a logo or branding it just seems overwhelming to your client no matter what industry you're in if you have too much going on it it'll seem elementary and or just confusing to them wow first of all you made so many good points right there i think you were speaking directly to me jackie and i <laughs> jackie and i have worked together she is a graphic designer that i have contracted with and so she knows me pretty well she was talking directly to me as of just you know a year ago or even two months ago because i can get crazy when i have to get in do some some design work of for, for myself just for a short project or something and so you know i love what you said that Less is more, especially if you are a micro small business owner and you are not to the point that you can hire a professional graphic designer that you do get in there and add too much. The thing is about micro small businesses is that your business will probably evolve and change some over that first year or two years. And so the point that Jackie was making about not putting too much into your logo at first is a great suggestion not just for graphic design, but for how your business is going to evolve because it will change some. If you're in that idea level and you start with that idea before long, you're going to look back and go, oh, I'm going to need to tweak that a little bit. So your advice about keeping it simple, less is more makes a great point. And I love too what you said about the free fonts, but at the same time, be careful that you can get overwhelmed. That's me. I can get in there and just look up and it's been three hours. So that's very scary. But once again, you said it's dafont, D-A-F-O-N-T dot com, correct? Yes, ma'am. That's okay, it. Cool. Okay, so let's shift gears for just a second too. Let's say that we are talking to a small business owner who they are ready to hire a graphic designer, or maybe they hired one in the past and they were not happy with the process or with the experience. Talk to me and the listeners. What is it that we could expect from someone like you, a, a very skilled, but at the same time, very client-driven graphic designer? What can we expect? So I always start out just with, I mean, our own little interview, like talking together, just to make sure that we're a good fit. Because I do have a certain style that I design. I, I can't change the way that I design at this point. And then I tend to lean towards a cleaner design. I mean, I'm going to err on the side of, you know, making sure that you're happy with like a black and white logo first, because it always, if it doesn't work in newspaper print, that's what I was taught, then it's not going to work ever. I, I have a pretty good idea of what fits and what doesn't for me. As far as clients, if, if I can't even think of like, what would be a bad fit at this point, but um, just if you're wanting something with a lot of frills and all this stuff, then then I might not be the one for you. And just figuring that out at the beginning is really important because no one wants to get halfway through the project and realize that we're never going to see eye to eye on whatever it is that we're designing. But it also matters that you trust me um, just because 
I have been doing this a while and not that that makes me just like all knowing, but I know what works and I love to assist people in figuring out that that is the best route. Um, it kind of sounds like I force people into what I'm thinking, but <laughs> I, I don't do that. I just, I make suggestions and I make sure that people's thoughts in their head turn into realities rather than, than crushing them, but make it doable instead of, again, I think a lot of people in their minds come to me with this like really overwhelming thought in their head. And so I help them cull it down so that it doesn't seem as overwhelming and maybe make it a little more streamlined. So it really starts with like, you have to like my style and and we have to have similar visions about what we want to do moving forward. So once, once you say like, yeah, I do really like your stuff, then it's just um, a matter of going through a process together of finding what your brand is supposed to be like and what you want it to represent. So that is a lot of times just me sending you out to say like, listen, you've got to explore on the internet, find some inspirational images, like kind of really figure out what it is that you want to look like to the rest of the world. This part of the process can be overwhelming. So it's always an option like to walk through this stuff together but a lot of people enjoy this part of the process because they haven't yet taken the time to sit down to say, who am I as a business? So after that, we start the design process where I take whatever hodgepodge of craziness <laughs> you send me and start to make sense of it. I have had people who send me stuff that literally are like, you, there's no way that you can make sense of this altogether. And somehow on the other side, we come out with something that's beautiful and refined and actually represents the, the client's business. So once once we get, get done with the design process, you know, this process, it's funny because everyone wants to know how long does it take? Literally, I mean, we give a range between like one and three months just because it sometimes you know exactly what you want and you come to me and I just make it come to life. Other times, it's a lot more of hairy situation where we have to figure out like, okay, does this font represent you more? Or is this a little too classy for this type of business? Is it a little too childish? Anything like that, where we start to feel like it's a good fit. Um, yeah, of course, everything is all about emailing and response times. And something that I really pride ourselves on is answering emails quickly. I feel like one of the biggest uh, complaints that I hear about designers is that they are awesome at designing and not so good at the customer service part. So I try my hardest to answer every email no longer than 48 hours, but really a 24 hour turnaround time. So that just timeliness is really important to me and I am all about efficiency. So that's something that's just really important in the design process to me. Um, once we get done with the design, I normally deliver a logo, a primary logo. That's the one that everyone sees and, and looks at the most. And a secondary logo, that's something that you might need to use. Say on Instagram, you need a square logo or, you know, something like that, a little bit different setup for it. You get a brand mark. So that would be like a little icon. 
that could go at the top of your website or you use it on back of a business card or something, just a cute little extra thing. And then if it's needed pattern, some people don't know what to do or need a pattern. So it's not necessary, but we do offer that. And then we always deliver um, a complete color palette for your brand and a font list that we've used so that you can go out and get the fonts yourself. Again, this is where the, the, the free fonts come in. Like we really do work hard to try and find free fonts for people that they can use so that they're not having to spend, you know, another 60 to $100 on whatever fonts we just, you know, picked for them. Because in the end, we want your brand to be cohesive. And if you don't have the fonts to continue on with that on your website or whatever it is, then everything that we just did was kind of wasted, you know. So we we want the fonts to all stay the same. That's that's one of the keys of um, of the designing process. Well, okay, so there are so many great tidbits that you put in there. So I want to I want to break one or two down, but and I've got I've got a list right here because I was kind of jotting as you were talking. But one thing, I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second that Jackie does so well. She was talking about the importance of customer service and that that is key when you're you're either hiring Jackie or you're hiring another graphic designer is what do you expect from customer service? And one reading that made me just admire and respect her so is some of the first dealings I had with her several years ago I'd send something to her and immediately I got an email back that said hey I'm on vacation right now I will not be checking email as regularly however I'll be back in the office working and she gave the date you know expect a response in two or three days after that and I was blown away and I told Jackie a while back I said I want to share that with others and and on this podcast because I valued that response for so many reasons. Number one, as a fellow entrepreneur and as a mom, I so appreciated a lady here who said, I'm on vacation, I'm resting. But by sending back that quick response and by having that automated message ready, she was also saying, hey, I still care about this business. I want you to know that I will get back with you, but I'm on vacation right now. And so I wanted to definitely share that with listeners because number one, entrepreneurs do not take enough time to clear their minds, uh, rest their bodies, and it's vital. You cannot be creative if you do not have margins in your life to do it. And number two, you can still care about your business while you're on vacation you can just step away from the email. So I had to share that, Jackie. I know I don't think I prepared you prior to that, that I was going to share that. But when you were talking about (laughs) service, I was like, I've got to tell everybody about that. And I want to encourage that mindset of being on vacation and the mindset of telling customers when to expect to hear back from you. Because honestly, happy that she was on vacation. I was proud. But if I had not seen that response back and she got back with me two weeks later, I've kind of moved on. I've either hired somebody else. I don't even know what she's referencing to. And she completely answered all my questions with that automated message. So I just wanted to throw that out there to listeners and to uh, give you some kudos right there, Jackie. So really quickly. We, do. we, we take okay. vacations very seriously around here. So. <laughs> and you should. You should. I, cannot, I don't want to. It's a tangent that I will get off on because it's something I've really struggled with myself for many years. You know, I'm learning that you just cannot be creative. It's so hard to be a great mom and a wife and a friend if you do not give yourself time to rest. And so you're right. 
vacationing is serious. So <laughs> I just had to share that with others. Okay. One of the questions I was going to ask and you actually answered it. So I wanted to reiterate it. And if I left something off, please fill it in. I wanted to ask when someone talks to you or another graphic designer and, they, and they're using the phrase branding, you know, mm -hmm. what should they expect back? And so I listed a couple of things. And so listen to see if I have it all like primary logo, a secondary logo that that we could be used possibly like Instagram, a brand mark, which is even smaller and it can be on a business card. Then I have color palette, a pattern possibly for some people to use on other documents and then a font list. And that's where the free fonts come in. Did I get everything written down? Is that what they should expect when they are talking to somebody like you about branding? And that's it. That is all of the things that's included in our, we call it the um, full branding package. Our business actually has a, what we call a small business branding package. So mm -hmm. it is really just a quicker turnaround at a cheaper price that helps small businesses be able to have a logo that looks amazing, but does not cost as much as all of these other things, because we will only provide with the small business branding package, the primary logo. So it, it's, it's less things, but it's also less money. So it's a great place to start. And then later on, if people want to continue on the process with the full branding package, we just deduct the amount that they paid from the total of the full branding package at this point. Okay, so that that is awesome to know, especially for small business owners that are just getting started, is Jackie and I'm sure other graphic designers as well often offer a package that is more focused on just getting a logo started. So that is good to know because I did not know that. Um, shifting gears for just for just a second, because I know that our time is almost up. I wanted because Jackie gave the story at the beginning of the podcast of how crushed she was in 2017. The trademark issue did not go her way. And she was told that she could not do logo work and branding work using salt and papery. So she did. She got her. I'm very proud of her. She got her feet underneath her and she started Huntsville Design House, which is business branding. I wanted you to speak to the listeners because I know that there's other small business owners that have two businesses or they just like you have had a setback. And so they were forced to do something a little bit different than what they were expecting. So how did you get Huntsville Design House off the ground? How did you start letting people know, hey, I am back in the logo game. This is just who I am now. Um, so this is still a new topic for us just because I I was and I am known for being salt and papery. People will literally come up to me and like, you're salt and papery. I, I, my, my, the way I am is salt and papery. So I have really had to work hard to make sure that people know that just because I can design a pretty wedding invitation doesn't mean that my design skills stop there. It actually is a very small part of what I can do as a designer. So I had to start by just telling people, hey, I'm over here now. I'm over here. I do this too. And I uh, love it. And I feel like I have a good portfolio and I want you to see it. So just kind of starting even on Facebook and on a blog and just kind of telling people like, this is what happened. This is why we're over here. 
just so that people know that even though it's a different logo, it's still me. You're still working with me. So if you're a bride and you got married with me and you liked your wedding invitation process, well, if you are starting your own business, then you can expect the same type of customer service just working under a different email address. Literally, they all come to my same inbox. It's just a separate email address that I was forced to use. And this is not a planned plug, but I hired Rachel to be my business coach, you know, uh, and, and I honestly think about it all the time. And it is one of the best investments that I made into the business because I already had a business that I had to keep up with, with a, a growing family, with learning how to balance toddler life, with having all of these other things going on that I could not focus on the simplest of things to do. So when I met with Rachel, she would give me like a list of things to do because I am all about the checklist. So when we would meet, I would leave with this checklist of anywhere between five and 10 things. And like by the time that we met the next time, like I needed to do these things. And that was so helpful for me because I needed that like successful checklist thing to be able to make myself move on. Girl, thanks for those kind words. I appreciate them. So one thing that Jackie did a great job is she made sure that when she created the social accounts for this new business, Huntsville Design House, that her face is still there. She's very clear about that this is her. So I just want to brag on her for that because she knew that her face needed to be there. It needed to reassure people that this is the same girl who I love doing business with. Now, another thing that Jackie and I actually worked on together, too, it sounds silly, but it was so important to her and to me is to just come up with two or three sentences so that when she got that question, oh, you're not doing this with salt and papery or are you no longer salt and papery that she had, boom, an answer. She didn't stumble over it. So it sounds really silly, but it's so important that you come up with when you have a question that causes you to stumble, it causes your face to get bright red, your palms to start sweating, that you develop an answer, two or three sentences or even less, a sentence, that you develop an answer. And here is silly, but I'm about to tell you a really silly part and get in front of the mirror and practice it. Practice it in the shower, practice it in the car, because what happens, the more you practice, when you get that question in the middle of a network event, or you run into a former client or customer in the Target, boom, you have an answer when they ask that question. So that's one thing that Jackie and I worked really hard on, and she was a firm believer in that she wanted to have a quick response back, because that also leads to confidence. If you're stumbling all over your words, then they're starting to go, well, I'm confused. I don't understand what's going on here. So, so I just wanted to talk about that for a split second as well. Jackie, is there anything else that you feel like you definitely wanted to tell somebody the, either the hardest part or an easy part about getting that second business out to the public? I feel like just the hardest part is reaching out to the people that you already know, but explaining to them that you're doing this other thing now, um, saying like, 
I'm still here doing this, but I'm also really working hard to promote this other side of me now. But starting with your closest people that you know and helping them be your cheerleaders as you're moving forward. And so that when they're around other people, they can automatically mention you so that it's not that scenario. This is my least favorite scenario where somebody will tell me that they have worked with somebody on a logo or on some promotional materials and that the process was not fun and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wish you would have called me. They're like, oh, I didn't know you did that. And I'm like, oh, no, I've done, I've failed myself. So even though I hate to talk about myself, making sure that people know all of the skill sets that fall under the giant umbrella of graphic design, I I just have to keep telling people again and again so that when they think logo, they think me or, you know, whoever it is. I feel like all graphic designers have to just keep reminding, hey, even though we're doing all these other things, like we still love this kind of work too. That is such a great point. That's for any small business owner. We have to we have to talk about our businesses. Uh, we just assume that because we know what we do, everybody else knows. And that's just not true. And I love your idea. Word of mouth marketing. I've said it many times is still by far your best marketing and your approach of starting with your inner circle, the people that know and love you the most and telling them about this second business, Huntsville Design House, is critical because If you can make them understand what you're doing, you're right. They're going to be your advocates when they're out and about. You have just now multiplied your marketing and you started with your home base, the people who are so willing to do that word of mouth marketing for you. So I love that point that you made. And I think it's a brilliant concept for anybody, whether it's a second business or it's your first. And I can also speak from experience. Sometimes telling the people closest to you is the hardest, but (laughs) take that step they will then go spread the news for you. So fantastic point on that. And you also made another point that's that talked about old customers or old is not the right word, but loyal customers. Jackie, you know, had worked with a lot of brides and event planners and with salt and papery. But we had to really embrace the fact that these people, a lot of these people also have businesses. And so I would speak to any small business owner that is in Jackie's shoes and you're you have a second business but it's still very similar to your to your other business you're not starting from scratch you're not starting from scratch you already have loyal customers make sure that they know now about your other business because they may fall right into line there and need you as well and it goes back to word of mouth marketing too even if they don't own a business or they may not be, you know, may not be interested in your second business, they probably know somebody that is. So great points. Hey, Jackie, before we get off, I would love for you to tell the listeners, where can they learn more about Salt and Papery and Huntsville Design House? Salt and Papery can be found at saltandpapery.com and on Instagram at saltandpapery. We are also on Facebook and LinkedIn, but most of our pretty stuff comes on Instagram. <laughs> um, Huntsville Design House can be found at HuntsvilleDesignHouse.com. We are on Instagram also at Huntsville Design House and LinkedIn and Facebook, all of the social media platforms. Our Salt and Papery also has a Pinterest account, but you could find 
paper and birthday party planning there. So that's if you're into that, you can find us there too. Oh, cool. That's a great idea. Jackie, I so appreciate you talking to me and I today and I appreciate the approach that you take to your business about how you want your business to fit into your life and not vice versa that it's your life kind of wherever it, it goes around your business. So I have always admired that about you and I appreciate that so much. I cannot wait to talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so okay. much for having me. Okay. Bye kiddo. Bye. Okay. A few key takeaways for me from this episode, and there were a lot, so I'll be brief. Number one, keep designs simple. Having a logo or branding that's too complicated or overly frilly or just stuffed full of stuff can be distracting and even make our businesses seem elementary. I kind of felt like Jackie was talking directly to me from three years ago. Rest assured, if you land on anything in my feed or on my website that looks like a first grader created it, it was done by me, okay? So keep designs simple. Number two, if paying for graphic design services, check out the designer's portfolio before hiring him or her. Jackie made a great point that noticing style before you get into that client relationship could make the branding process for you so much easier. So check out designer's portfolio before hiring him or her. Third point she made, free, free, free. Jackie gets many of her fonts from dafont.com. That's D-A-F-O-N-T.com. If at all possible, she uses free fonts so that her clients don't have to purchase those fonts in order to stay on brand. And of course, I must mention here Canva. Another free design tool service right there. Canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. In case you're unfamiliar, many of the quote posts that you see on Instagram were probably created in Canva. So that gives you a little bit of idea of what you can do inside of Canva. Now, there is a paid service called Canva Pro. As of March 2020, when this episode was being published, it was about $13 a month for Canva Pro if you paid by the month. And it was about $10 a month if you paid, it averaged out if you paid for the year. Now, I used Canva for free for years and was extremely happy. I did eventually start using Canva Pro for two reasons. Number one, it has the option of a brand kit. So if you get fonts from dafont.com, if your graphic designer suggests these fonts to you, then you can upload those fonts into the brand kit on Canva. So it keeps you on point with your branding. Also with inside the brand kit, you can put your color palette in there. So therefore, once again, anything that you're creating, you can just be grabbing from those colors that you have decided or your graphic designer has decided for you are your branding colors. A second option I like about the Canva Pro is the resize button. So maybe you made a graphic for a Facebook event that you're having. You could hit the resize button and make it the size of a Facebook 
cover. So if you wanted that to be your cover for a couple of days leading up to your event, there you go. Now, you may have to drag a shape or two to make it a little larger or smaller, but when you hit the resize button, it simply copies the graphic that you created into that different size. It's so much easier. Just a little bit of information about Canva Pro. Like I said a few minutes ago, I used the Canva free for many years. Very happy. A fourth thing that I definitely want to remind all of us, and I'm laughing because it's about vacation. The line when Jackie said vacations are serious business around here, I cracked up. She's nailed it. She's completely right. We've got to take our vacation seriously, but we can also treat our business and our clients kindly. Creating an automated email letting clients or potential clients know when they should expect to hear from us just makes sense. It cuts down on confusion and it keeps us from constantly checking email when we're supposed to be on vacation. A fifth point that she made, so important here, tell our inner circles. These people already love us, want us to succeed, and hopefully think that we're competent enough to succeed at business. So tell them. Now, I know from experience that these conversations are sometimes the hardest. I don't know why it's easier to tell a stranger about our business. It just is. But these conversations with our friends and family are vital to growing our business. They are going to be the ones telling others about us. They already love us. They want to tell other people about what we're doing. So inform them first. Also, any questions that they bounce back to you about your business, let you know of any confusion that may be in your messaging. So right there, you can fix some of those things before you're speaking to other people And it helps them to get clarity so that they can tell other people exactly what you do. So loved that tip and love that she started there with her inner circle. Last quick reminder, Huntsville Design House is now made by Jackie Gill. It's tagged in the show notes. We briefly contemplated re-recording this episode due to this change. But for sake of time and our sanity and our calendars, We decided not to redo. May this be an example to you of done is better than perfect. Once again, Huntsville Design House is now made by Jackie Gill. If you found value in this episode, please rate it, review this podcast, or snap a screenshot of you listening to it and put it in your Instagram stories. Tag me, inspire to engage. It's the way that podcasts grow. We have to let people know that we're listening and that we're, we're enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, I hope there was something in this episode that clarified your thinking or spoke to your heart until next episode, kiddo. Have a wonderful week.